Welcome back to another episode of the Bad Taste Video Podcast. I am Mike. I am Anthony. And it is Easter. Who gives a fuck? Seriously. That's fine. Fuck that shit, man. That was was a good time. A lot of food. I made made country fried steak today. I, I I had like, it was just an Italian thing. It was just like raviolis and like meatballs and... Think that an eggplant. Should <laughs> I think what else? I don't know. I didn't do anything. Yeah, yeah. It's family. Probably I wrote just... this movie out for us. There you go. This movie? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. This week we watched Mountaintop Motel Massacre, a uh, v- video store must see or something. <laughs> it is something. It, it's it's like a definition. Uh, it's the definition of a video store rental. Yeah. Horror movie that you just took because of the cover. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely not my favorite. Now, would you say this is the fucking least favorite thing you've watched so far? Oh, no. See, I I enjoy this movie because of the nostalgia factor, of course, but it really is quite a bland slasher movie. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what was... Because this uh, is a mid dude, this is a mid eighties slasher. Yeah. Like this like this stuff's pretty cool. Like I'm a big fan of like, you know, like really good like like woodsy type stuff, but it was just like a I don't know. I love the sign in this. Yeah. So you asked me a question before. Before we get into the movie, I want to just talk about something. Um before we uh started recording, you asked me about the new child's play trailer. Yeah. I just saw it. And uh what'd you think? I was interested on the first one. We've probably went back and forth and there's probably a thousand podcasts to talk about the child's play being the most weird and most unusual issues with copyright and like distribution and like what could be in a box set yeah, like- and time, like statue limitations with like releases and for everything, what it was, I think it's like, if they want to do a remake, I'm all for it. I will go see it. And if it's a remake of just Child's Play, like the first one, yeah, um, it's whatever. And the first trailer was fine. Like I, I guess there's no voodoo anymore, and there's robotic. I saw something in this trailer that I didn't like. What was that? Which was their, their, what is it like? The whole like we have it coming out, and yeah. we have Stranger Things, yep. and. The whole the kid aspect is like is the group, the kid gang. Group, the, yeah, yeah, because like here's and I, I'm not gonna. I'll try not to rant about it too much. Like, yeah, there's oh, like it had the whole kids getting together and doing it back in the '80s. Like that was like whenever that one came out, '90s, like, '90s. Yeah, it was like 1990, 1991. But but it was yeah. a, but it was a book beforehand. Was a book, yeah. So yeah, the whole that whole thing, and I guess and the thing about what Stranger Things did, like what a lot of people don't know about Stranger Things, is that they tried pitching that show to networks. And networks like you got to make this show either be about the adults or a group of kids, and like no one's gonna watch a show about a group of kids and adults. It's got to be one or the other. That's why it worked, and it was it had great and cult following. And then it the movie remake yeah. came out, and that's another gang kid. So now they're doing this movie, which it doesn't need the whole kid. It seems like you told me it seems like the kids in the apartment complex are going to gang up yeah. against this, which is going to be an army of Chuckies. Yeah. Which seems to be. And to me, it's like... You think it's going to be multiple? Oh, for sure. Dude, It, it it's going to be like multiple. It's going to be like, why this one doll? Like, it's going to... Yeah. It's probably going to be a scene where he's going to figure out how he could... It's going to be like small soldiers when they figure out how to make all the fucking dolls. It, this is basically small soldiers. You know that they'll have like a, a cliffhanger ending where like you see another one somewhere or whatever. You know what I mean? But I'm I not get, trying to hate on it. I'll see it, but I could already tell that they're trying to pull off the tropes 
that people like now, you know? Like I keep saying, if I saw a... Well, not even if I saw it. If you went to the police and said, this mechanical object is going crazy and trying to kill me, it's got like an... It's one of those dolls with AI and all that shit. Yeah. They would say, okay, like, let me... like we Let's we'll call... Yeah, we'll come. Like, yeah. Now, imagine calling the police, which you should never do. I'm not advising to yeah. call the police ever. Ever, never. Okay. Don't ever call the police. Okay. <laughs> handle it yourself. About anything? No. Uh, I, ha- I, handle your uh, business. Don't, 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 don't listen to that. There's situations <laughs> where you need to call the police. Yeah. Uh, yeah. After that. No, no. <laughs> okay. um, but if you called the police and said, oh, this doll came back to life and is claiming to be the uh, Lake fucking Lakeshore Strangler Charles or whatever. Lee Charles Lee Ray. And he's trying to possess my son. Yeah. Can you come and help? They'd be like, lady, like, get the fuck out of here. Like, well, you sound crazy. Well, yeah. Plus, th- isn't that even more terrifying when it's something like that's not supposed to be well, moving like that? I don't know. Maybe we'll figure out. Maybe there is going to be some kind of like reference to that. What do you think he how we uh, what do you think about I how think he looks? I think it's fine. I think it's a different take. Like, I get it. Um, I will say the casting is very good. Like, you know, Audrey Plaza is great. Mark Hamill's great. I think um, I really the, um, I always forget the actor's name. He's on Atlanta. Yeah, the new look is considering what we've gotten from some of the other like some of the other Chucky's like and Chucky's Child's plays. You know, it's it's fine. I what, think it's a different take. What I'll say about this one is it ain't no Child's Play too. That's for sure. <laughs> that's, that it, we talked about how that was the best doll. That thing looks great. You, you made a good to- point about how people call it like you know Chucky, not Child's Play. And it's cool. Like, I'm still going to see it. I still think that original Child's Play is fantastic. Like, if you go of back course. and watch Practical Effects, the scene where he, like, just something as simple as, like, when Andy left, his mom dropped him up at school, and, like, the doll made him, like, take the subway to fucking... Yeah, to Bumville, like the fucking Crackland. And the, just simple, like, they didn't need to do much. It was just scenes where he's sitting on the I'm going the to train. take piss. <laughs> he's, like, sitting on the train. He's, like, whispering, and, like, it's, like... It's little things like he's holding. Like, this is my best Did friend. Did you ever have that, like, uh, what? you ever have that experience when you're on the train and everybody's just looking at you like you're not supposed to be there? Like, <laughs> when you go through, like, the fucking, like, the Marcy projects. Yeah. <laughs> They're all well, looking at you on the train. Why the fuck are you here? <laughs> but, like, I'm just hopeful. From what I read, I heard there's going to be a lot of, there's going to be some practical effects. But I really don't want it to be super computerized. They said I, there's going to be a lot of practical effects in this. I hope that. I hope so. Yeah, I hope so, too. It would be cool. For their sake, I hope so. Yeah, I'm not going to hate on it. I just think that the kid aspect, when I saw the gang of kids together. And is that Jack Black? Where? In the in that trailer? Is that Jack, Jack Black that's I, I don't know. working I don't, on the doll? I don't think so. Looks uh, like Jack Black. I hope. For, for their <laughs> sake, he better not be in that movie. Well, Audrey Plaza, I like. I love Mark Hamill. I think if we can't get the original Chucky... Mark Hamill is a great replacement. Like he's on, a but we will right? have the original Chucky. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean for the movie. Uh, and I get uh, well, this goes into what I said about all the distribution. Dude, and, this movie's gonna be a pile of shit, just like the Nightmare on Elm Street one. There's gonna be no uh, fucking like rewatchability to this. Well, I will say, I, 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 can I make a prediction now? I'm gonna guarantee that this will be better than the Nightmare on Elm Street remake. Are they now. doing that? No, I'm just saying. This, uh, oh, 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 yeah. The well, uh, oh, oh, the old one, the Jackie Earl Haley one. Well, he's great. I just how the mighty have fallen. It was just weird. It was just like that one was just like a movie where it was like, here's a movie that you kind of know, like you, you you should know, and then here's stuff that's nothing like it. And then the last ten minutes, they pull out every scene that you know from the original well, movie. Was it that movie or Freddy versus Jason that starts with the guy like cutting his own throat in the diner? Is it? Is oh. that how the movie? I, th- I think that's no, no. I think that's Nightmare on Elm Street. It sucks because that that like is such a cool opening. And then it just yeah. fucking goes to shit. And, but there's, but he looks like shit in that movie. But he's also there. He's just mean spirited. There's nothing. But I love Mean Spirited Freddy, and it did nothing the, for me. You need the little wackiness. Fred. There was no wackiness. Like to him. he didn't. It's he played. So I like him as an actor. Me I too. think he's great. He was great as Rorschach. Yes. He was great in the Bad News Bears. Yeah, he was great. But also, <laughs> he was good as Freddy. But I think he's falling too. He was in. He did three movies back to back that were comic book or franchise related, and they just were suffered from bad directing. Like I love The Watchmen. I love not The Watchmen. I, like I, I, I still I, like that movie. I I I don't think it's that. I think. 
I think I think Watchmen needed to come out a couple years later and been like it's Netflix thing where, yeah. you, where there's no limits where you do everything. Yeah. I don't know why I said the Watchmen. Watchmen, <laughs> and um, I think that he is so good, but I think he's a he falls to bad directing. Yeah, That's, that, that, yeah. yeah. Well, what yeah. was the movie where he played like a fucking child molester? Um, not a child molester, wasn't he? He was um, well, no, in, or child killer or something. He was he was they played up. There was a whole thing in the new Nightmare on Elm Street where he. No, no, no. no. Uh, I'm talking about Jackie Earl Haley. He was um, Shutter Island. No, no, no. He played like a child molester. Fuck, what movie was that? I know I know. they really played up the child molestation part in Nightmare on Elm Street. Well, yeah, that, yeah. Th- that's for sure. But they, um, like, he played a similar character in another movie. Little Children, I think. Yeah, he, was, he got a bunch of nominations for that. Yes, that's what it was. I remember that fucking movie. Yeah, he was, he was so in, good in that. He was in Little Children, so like I feel like he mixed the character from that movie with Rorschach. Yeah, and that's how he played Freddy Krueger in yeah. in the remake. And I just don't like the whole CGI look of the uh, the makeup in that. It looks yeah. really, really like fucking animated. I hate that. At least the Friday the Thirteenth like was mostly practical. There was a lot yeah. of shitty CGI in that too, but it was like not, it was like. I describe the people like I'm not saying it's bad, but Friday thirteenth, two thousand nine was just like Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake light. Yeah. Like diet Texas well, Chainsaw. Well, you remake. know what? Yeah. The the thing is that Texas Chainsaw remake was too pretty. Yeah. Everybody was too good looking. It was too clean looking, even though like they tried to make it all greasy and shit, but it just doesn't work that way. I think we always talk, I, I I enjoyed the House of Wax remake. Yeah, well, that, that just just because just because of that one scene yeah. where he's at the piano I, and it's like, uh, yeah, that's so fucking that dude became the um, supernatural guy. Like oh, the, yeah, yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, Anthony, let's uh, talk a little bit about the one that uh, that we watched this week. Mountaintop Motel Massacre. Nah, next week. Yeah, this <laughs> is uh, this was released on July 15th, 1985 in Louisiana for some reason. I guess that's where they filmed this. Yeah. But uh, it was filmed world uh, filmed. It was released worldwide March 14th, 1986. So apparently, Anthony, this had three different releases before New World picked it up. Okay. So they kept trying. They kept trying. And I guess that was like the Louisiana one. I think there was a Miss, uh, a Mississippi one. And then maybe they had like a short run somewhere else. And then it went straight to video. So this did play in a theater. So there might be a reel of this somewhere. Can so, we... <laughs> so in somebody's basement, they have this fucking movie. But this was uh, directed, produced, and written by Jim McCullough Sr. And he did a bunch of low-budget shit. Uh, that you probably didn't, you know, that you probably haven't heard of. So there's really nothing, you know, there's not much information about this movie. It's really, yeah, you know, yeah. the, it's it was a low budget film. They don't, you don't normally find out much about these the ones. Dude from um Dunkin' Donuts was the guy in it. What? It's the guy Dunkin' Donuts guy. No, it's not. I'm kidding. No, no it's not. Get the fuck out I'm of here. And this this thing. Uh, you know, you know the pizza place in um East Meadow. Uh, what's that? Uh. Right by the Coliseum, the dude from Barstool's Barstool Radio is like, like it's his um the the big pizza place in East Meadow, something with a B. Um, I don't know why. Well, uh, well that he looks like the guy on the thing. Ever drive on I'm said Turpin? Oh yeah, yeah um, fucking Bo- I know. Bo- Borelli's. Uh, Borelli's. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. You know, the, yeah, that's the the guy the guy that works for Barstool that films all the pizza reviews, Frankie. That's uh, that's oh this. My God. That, that's this <laughs> but yeah, he looks like the Borelli's logo. That's pretty funny. <laughs> so, Anthony, due to the fact that there's nobody in this movie of note and it's actually more entertaining to talk about the movie. Do you want to get into it? Sure. All right. Hit the fucking trailer music, whatever. Far from the beaten path lies a friendly little inn. Where folks come from miles around. Hold on! It's so sad to be alone. Help me make it through the night. To rest, relax, and make new friends. Honey down. I'm Tanya. I'm Bill McWilly. Marvin Crenshaw. This is my cousin, Chrissy. Your relative? Cousin. 
Are you okay, my Reverend? Are we? Crenshaw? Evelyn? Tell your little wife I'll have a surprise for her. Where no one ever complains. You mean we got to go down there after her? We have to. And get my ass killed by some old crazy white woman? No way, Jose. Where people are dying to get a reservation. Hello? And any moment might be checkout time. I'm getting out of here. Is this any way to run a motel? You bet your life it is. Mountaintop Motel Massacre. So, Anthony, this one does something that you don't really see too often. It opens with an immediate title card. Very plain title card. What do you think about that? It's fine. The credits follow. I didn't realize that was the high point. <laughs> Friday so fast. Friday the thirteenth style credits, right? Yeah. Going just the black 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 background, white type. Not not much going on with the theme playing, right? Yeah. The music's actually kinda alright. The yeah. theme the theme for her is pretty alright. It's like a very sixties sci fi uh mixed with like eighties horror. And this was filmed in the mid-80s. It kind of looks like it's the late 80s, almost yeah. the 90s, right, at some points? It looks like she handed him a pirate, um, parrot cheese stick. A is, what? Remember those parrot, the, you know, the cheese, like... Uh, like a polio string cheese? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they're playing, like, this creepy music, and we get another little block of text in front of what was it in front of like a fucking venus de milo or something and it says arkansas state mental hospital evelyn chambers admitted july 13th 1978 released uh january 24th 1981 so immediately you know this person is crazy is crazy so we see who we presume to be evelyn in her yard gardening and you know it's funny, man. I've seen this movie a bunch of times, and for some reason, I don't remember this part. Yeah, it's very like, and it sets up the whole movie too, which is well, if you want to call it setting it up. But her daughter's upstairs tying a bow around a rabbit's neck, and I thought she was tying like a noose around it for a second. <laughs> but uh, Evelyn sees one of Lori's pets. Was it like a rabbit? Also, was it another rabbit or a mouse or something? It seemed like it was like some kind. Of, it seemed like a bigger animal. I don't think it was a mouse. I don't know what it was, but uh, she calls for Lori to come and get her animal, or she's gonna kill it. So Evelyn eventually. Gives her, what, like a second and a half to come down? Uh, or maybe she doesn't. I don't really remember. But uh, <laughs> Lori, uh, Lori's too busy getting ready to do some satanic ritual in the basement. But Evelyn eventually kills this thing with a, a sickle. A sickle. Yeah, that's her weapon of choice in this movie. But Lori's in the basement, and she's talking to like a photo of her dad. And I guess she's trying to do some fucking ritual to speak to her father, right? Because she keeps saying, like, speak to me, talk to me, or whatever. So um, she says to her dad when she's trying to speak to him, uh, she's mom's getting sick again. And, like, she said, if I tell anybody, she's going to take care of me. So she's asking, like, what she should do. Okay. Yeah, Knock just, it off. Yeah, I'm dying, mate. Right? <laughs> so Evelyn goes looking for Lori in the basement. And Evelyn finds her and starts fucking destroying everything with this sickle. And uh, she ends up fucking killing her daughter also. Not good. Not, is, uh... not a good start. So the police and the ambulances arrive. And Evelyn actually brought the body up from the basement into the kitchen, I think. And she shows them where the body is. So she's going along with everything. And they try to bring her back, like with the defib, uh, what is it, defibrillator? Defibrillator, yeah. And uh, defrib or defib? Fibrillator. Deflip. Now I can't say I don't know. <laughs> Defibula- oh, I can't say that. Defibrillator. But, uh, but she's still dead. She did not, she did not come back. Shit. Yeah, she was dead as shit. So, um,. They have this weird, like, heart beating in the background, right? With, like, <laughs> noises. Yeah. It's really terribly done. Not as effective as a Lucio Fulci film. 
<laughs> trying. No, I still like this movie. So don't, you know, don't get me wrong here. I'm going to talk a lot of shit about it, but I, I talk mm. shit about everything. So it doesn't matter. Yeah, um, the cops ask Evelyn, like, how did this happen? What the fuck? And Evelyn says, oh, there was an accident in the garden and she doesn't remember. And the sheriff is immediately like, yeah, I think you're full of shit. I think you're lying. I think you're a liar. But uh, who's the guy? Bill is in the the office, right? This guy. Yeah, this fucking mean looking guy. Borelli. <laughs> yeah, the Borelli's Mr. guy. Borelli. <laughs> he, 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 he looks like the generic guy from any pizza box from like yeah. any place you get pizza from. Yeah. Like he'd have the chef's hat on and like the, the red scarf around his yeah. neck. Yeah. <laughs> So they bury Lori and at the funeral, Evelyn is like looking at all the people around her and she's hearing their, uh, I guess if you could see me put my fingers up in quotations, their thoughts. Oh boy. And she's hearing them say like, oh, she's crazy again. She lost it. All this shit. And like, she's staring at the space while all this is going on. This woman does a pretty good job. Like she looks pretty like fucking out there. Um, do you know where this is filmed? I think it was filmed in Louisiana. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's probably why they played it there first. Yeah, Arkansas. Obviously. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. But uh, I don't know why they did that. I don't know why they said that. But uh, the sheriff returns to the motel, and he's, like, looking around, and he's definitely suspicious of Evelyn. He, he knows that, like, she did fucking something. So the Reverend Bill McWiley, the guy, uh, Mr. Borelli, is staying at the motel, and it's basically like a bunch of small cabins, like single room cabins uh, spread out. It's If this was not a piece of shit place, it would be pretty cool. But what's funny is, do you remember staying at like hotels that weren't like chain hotels? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's a thing of the past, right? Like I, I never remember as a kid staying at like a Holiday Inn or like something. It was always like the like, fucking something drive-in hotel somewhere mostly in pennsylvania which i guess that's why my parents moved there they do that a lot in florida (laughs) where they name like motels like the magical kingdom the hollywood motel like well no not that Uh, (laughs) the best page motel well no they do that like in florida so like if you go online a booking site If you're on the booking site, like, oh, I'm booking the Magic Castle, like not the Magic Kingdom. Like you're like, Oh, they try really? Yeah, you, they, you ever see the Florida Project? That's no. like a big thing. Yeah. Watch the Florida Project. What is that? It's a great movie. But what, William Defoe. It's about like uh people in Florida there's like a big population of people that like live in motels. Uh, like live there and they pay like a rental fee every week. Really? Yeah, you're like you're not supposed to and like they kick you can't stay there for a whole month. You got like one day you gotta, so you gotta say, like you gotta like leave your for shit a day. Out. Yeah. Yeah. So but um it's a good movie. It's really good. Wow, that's it's one of my crazy. favorite movies from a couple of years ago. Wow, yeah. William Defoe's the hotel manager. He beats <laughs> up a pedophile in the parking lot. Wow. Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> so, uh, for some reason, Bill McWiley, this fucking reverend, this piece of shit, was in the office the night of her death, but he like just shows up for a room at the hotel, or he's been there. I that's don't what I'm confused about. It seems like he just. It seems like he just got there. Yeah, yeah. But, like, as soon as he walks in the room after whatever the hell, whatever timeline this is on, uh, he, like, chugs this fucking bottle of liquor. Damn, dude. I couldn't. I mean, yeah, I could do this, I guess. But uh, it's really it just he's a fucking mess, this guy. Yeah. But Evelyn is in her room and she's laying down and she starts hearing Lori's disembodied voice. Of course. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh, she's fucking nuts. Or is she? Um, so the next guy to come in for a room is Robin Crenshaw. And on Wikipedia, it said his name was was Crenshaw. I was like, yeah, I don't think so. But um, he arrives and he rents a room and it's $7. Now, is it $7 a night? I'm guessing. Damn, dude. In 1985, 1986? Imagine. Yeah. Um. So Bill comes out. To greet Robin, should we call him Crenshaw or Robin? I think he, I Robin. think, they, I, but I think they call him Crenshaw in the in the movie, don't they? Or do they call him both? I think maybe both. I maybe. don't know. But uh, he says, like uh, Bill says to him, like, "Oh, this place is like spooky. I'm surprised I can, you know, somebody else has the nerve to stay here." 
and uh, Robin comes back with something to the effect of like, yeah, or somebody just broke enough. <laughs> it's just uh, spooky around here. I, I just wanted to come out and see who was here. And for a while, I thought I was the only one brave enough to stay at this place. Yeah, I broke enough. You got it. I'm Bill McWillie. Melvin Crenshaw. Hi, how are you? Fine, how do you do? So, um, this is apparently like a budget, like, sleaze bag motel yeah. on the side of the road where you can rent, like, the whole place for, like, $30. <laughs> so we see Bill and Robin in one of their rooms. I think they're in Bill's room. But uh, he's Robin's asking Bill, like, oh, is there any place to get something to eat around here or some shit? And he goes, oh, I got dinner here. You're, you're eating with me. And he, like, holds up this bottle of fucking liquor, and he's like, Old Crow and Vienna Sausage. Ugh. Dude, like, the shit in a can. Like, Vienna Sausage is in a can. And uh, it, it's just fucking disgusting. Dude, you hear that plane, dude? It's yeah. We, we live maybe, what, 15 miles from JFK Airport? Yeah. No. Uh, yeah, yeah. For, that's about from right. JFK. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, we get a lot of air traffic 15 over here. miles and three and a half hours, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just, dude, just seeing these guys, like, eating this shit. Well, they don't show them eating it, but him holding it up with, yep. like, the bottle of liquor. It's like, yo, what is this, the fucking depression? Jesus no, Christ. You. Is this the grapes of wrath? What the fuck's mm -hmm. going on? No, thank so you. So Evelyn's fucking around with a snake and a, and a burlap sack. And you never want to see those two things together because that's, uh, that's probably not a good thing. But she leaves it in, like, the back of the room. And uh, I don't know why she stops here. I don't, I don't really remember. But we see Vernon and Mary. And they're a newlywed couple. And they're also going to stay at this piece of shit motel on their wedding night. So we get another shot of two more people, uh, which is these aren't the last Prissy and Tanya and their cousins and they're driving and they're singing. And uh, they show the mountaintop motel sign again. And I just fucking love it. I yeah, love seeing this thing, man. I love seeing this fucking sign. So Mary asks Vernon. That's like, this is it. This is where we're staying. <laughs> and that Vernon comes back with, what'd you expect the holiday in? You know, I can't afford that. <laughs> like it's worth what the fuck is going on in this fucking place. So it's like, everybody is poor. They're just trying to kill poor people in this. Yeah. So Vernon gets the room and Evelyn's acting like strange as fuck. She's like, not really saying anything. And this is where we see, like, Evelyn has a trap door that leads to this tunnel that connects to all the rooms. So she's able to get access to every room that all these people are in. So we see Evelyn throw this um, snake bag into the room from the pathway. And this turns out to be Vernon and Mary's room. And they find the bag. And there's no snake in the bag. And Mary asks Vernon... What what the fuck is that? He's like, oh, it's an old sack. Just throw it in the corner. The fuck, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. People don't really give a shit down there, huh? It's like when you get the towels. So uh, we we get this shot on the ground of like their feet, and you see the snake lurking in the background. Did you ever think about shit like this when you were a kid? About like what? What do you like mean? Like shit grabbing you, like fucking like. Oh yeah. Like being under like or ugh, like under your bed, grabbing you and biting you and shit. I used to always think. This this is like traumatic for me. I used to always have like this dream or whatever of like Freddy Krueger cutting somebody's like ankles like a, like a kebab. Yeah. You know, like the fucking meat, like the shawarma meat, cutting it like that, like from under the bed. I used to have that like as a kid, dude. I was fucked up, man. Fuck that shit. So um, after they throw this snake bag in the corner um they they're gonna get to consummating the marriage anthony oh boy <laughs> so we see this guy al and he's talking on his car phone and this shows how 80s it is because his car phone is a wired car phone and he's asking his secretary like oh what's the nearest hotel this rain is fucking crazy i can't drive on here anymore and she says oh uh the mountaintop motel it's a couple miles away from you. 
And uh, he's fucked, man. And isn't it funny? This is one of those things. Like, if he just kept driving, yeah, you'd have been fine. He would have been fine. He would have survived this. He His secretary's name was Siri, by the way. Was yeah. it really? No, I'm uh, oh, I didn't. Like, <laughs> what's the nearest hotel? I don't know. Like, <laughs> look it up yourself, fucker. So Tanya and Prissy are now broken down on the side of the road, and I think it's one of their tires is fucking popped and destroyed. And of course, they have white t-shirts on, and it's raining. So you see the wet t-shirt. Uh, gratuitous wet t-shirt shot here yeah and al sees them and he picks them up because it is legitimately pouring. boring yeah so al says that he works for columbia records I think and he away with that. says uh he's on a he was on a talent search looking for at this new group somewhere so this guy's a total piece of shit you can tell yeah. he's like a fucking sleazeball so Tanya and Prissy say that they sing and uh, they're like, oh, can we sing for you? at, You know, would you would you give us a shot? And he's like, oh, you could sing for me at the hotel all night long. Oh, boy. It's like, dude, you're fucking disgusting. So Mary and Vernon um, are in their room and they're talking. She's getting ready to come to bed. And Vernon says to her. Hey. Hurry up before the lights come back on. I'm coming. I'm so horny, I can't stand it. Down, boy. What a what a what a poet. And the uh, the snake approaches from the uh, the nightstand, and Vernon like rolls over for whatever reason, and the thing bites him right in the yeah. fucking face. And he very triple H double uh, fucked very triple H when he got bit by the snake. Oh, he fucking dude. He fucking went nuts and he started beating it with a fucking shoe. And uh, unfortunately for him, the phone doesn't work there. Dude, there. Imagine a time. Oh, wait. Yes, we can imagine a time. We lived in this time. But uh, kids these days, dude, I'm an old man now. Yeah. I could I could tell them of times where there were no cell phones. Where if you were stuck, you were stuck. <laughs> yeah, you were fucked. Those were the days. Um, that's not true. That sucked. So now we see the car that Al, Tanya, and Prissy are in. Uh, they're driving. And we get this fake lightning that knocks down a tree. That blocks that small road that leads to the hotel. It looks like they filmed this on the E.T. Universal set. yeah i can agree with that studios even that fake (laughs) cool for waiting online not for a fucking movie set so al gets a room and evelyn's like barely talking again and they have this really funny interaction because al's like oh i think you have a spider web on you (laughs) (laughs) and she like brushes it off and he like has this weird look on his face so Mary comes to Al and asks him for help immediately. And Al says, like, oh, I could call a doctor from my from my car phone. So this this was really uh, this was helpful. <laughs> well, sort of. So Al talks to the police, but it's uh, some night dispatcher and he goes to radio the sheriff and the sheriff's being like a weirdo at a diner somewhere, not in his car. And. uh he didn't answer the call that was put out on the radio, so Al gives him his phone number. And did you, like, get the phone number that he said? No. Dude, he's like, oh, it's a mobile line. And then he says, it's 12 16 Why, like, was that a thing? Like, was there, like, prefixes like that? Like, with car phones? I don't know. I have no clue. I never remember that. But then again, I don't remember dialing a phone in 1987. So um, so the girls are in the room when Al comes in and like he thinks he's fucking super slick. Like he's going to fucking get it in. So Bill is asleep in his room and we see Evelyn pop up through the floor and she releases a bunch of rats into the room that do absolutely nothing. Release the rats. Yeah, look, here it is. And he's like, goddamn rats. And he fucking just starts like gently tossing them off of things. Yeah. Get the fuck out. <laughs> so, uh, you know, he he's fine. Like this doesn't do anything to him. But uh, he immediately chugs the rest of that uh, bottle of booze. <laughs> I like how they light her, like going through these yeah. fucking traps. They do. Yeah, she's pretty... got some decent lighting in that basement. Yeah. 
So Tanya and Prissy are talking in the bathroom. And I think Tanya is the one. Yeah, Tanya's the one that thinks he's legit. And Prissy's the one that thinks he's full of shit. Yeah. So Vernon is doing um, pretty fucking bad right now. Like his face is starting to swell up. He's got this big like boil on it. And this we we keep getting like Evelyn's theme when you see her walking through this tunnel mm. and like when something's gonna happen. I kind of like that. They're trying yeah. to like play on that whole like Friday the Thirteenth or Nightmare yeah. on Elm Street it's thing. Cool, but um. The lighting was was pretty cool for this uh, scene with Evelyn, like with the doll in the room. It was yeah. like with like a reddish orange lighting and she puts it into like that roach tank. And it looked very cool. Like they only did it for one cut, like one shot of the scene is lit like that. And then it goes back to normal lighting. Yeah. It's it's really cool. But Evelyn, uh, what the fuck was that? Like that brain fart. So Evelyn takes the doll and she puts it in this like fucking container of roaches. And then she takes this like shitty brown paper bag and starts collecting the roaches. So she uses the passageway and she puts all these in Robin's room and he's covered in fucking roaches. So he wakes up and he doesn't even freak out. He acts like this is a regular occurrence. Yeah. And he's just like kind of knocking them off and he looks like he's going to go back into bed also. But then he's like we ought to call this a roach motel. Uh. <laughs> so the girls are singing for uh, a shirtless Al who's got like hairy nipples and he's got like a 100% dad bod. Yeah. He's like fucking disgusting looking. But uh, he bullshits them about recording in Nashville and all this shit. And uh, Tanya, like, goes and is kind of, like, being very, like, kissy-kissy to him. And he looks at Prissy and says, Oh, you don't want to make this a solo album, do you? Wow, what a piece of shit. So Prissy runs to the bathroom, and Tanya goes to talk to her. And they fight, and Tanya is... Down to fuck regardless, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't care. So while Prissy's in the bathroom, Evelyn sneaks up behind her through this trap door and slashes her throat slash face uh, with this sickle. Mm-hmm. They don't really show it, though. It's like kind of yeah. she like turns around immediately. So Al and Tanya go to check on Prissy because it's been a while. And when they go into the bathroom, she's gone. And there's blood fucking everywhere. That's pretty cool. That's a pretty cool scene. Imagine seeing that. Like, what the fuck happened? happened? Yeah. And uh, the police are heading to the hotel apparently now also. But remember, there's that like giant tree in the way on the ground. So Al says he's got to go warn everybody else that like something's going on here. So he tells Robin next door. And then he goes to tell Mary and Vernon. And... When he goes to see Mary and Vernon, that the, the like boil on Vernon's face is fucking gigantic. It's like Hitch. Yeah, and Robin tells uh, Bill that a <laughs> uh, uh, Will Smith reference. Uh, yeah. Oh man. So Robin tells Bill, and uh, they uh, they confirm that the the road's blocked. They keep mentioning this. So Evelyn winds up being in Bill's room. This is the lighting you were talking about, right? Yeah. 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 That's good. Um, so Evelyn winds up being in Bill's room and she slashes him while saying, away, Satan. (laughs) So Tanya has, um, a fucking nervous breakdown and screams when Al knocks on the door. Like she freaks the fuck out and she's fucking losing it. But like, she's got a really good, like scream. Like she sounds good. It's, It's very convincing. I couldn't put my finger on what it reminded me of, but it was something I, I just couldn't remember. But uh, Al's pretty much keeping his shit together. But he finally comes clean and tells Tiny he's like a, he's like an advertising executive from Nashville or whatever, Tennessee. And Tanya's fucking mad. But before she said she didn't even care. Yeah, like she was gonna go along with it regardless. But also, she probably is like, oh, now that like I did it, I'm for, like, yeah. For but sure. she like blames him for her cousin disappearing. It's not that's yeah. not his fault. Yeah. So um. Vernon says that he thinks he's he's feeling better, but like they show like Vernon vision here and he's obviously getting worse. He yeah. says like things aren't looking how they're supposed to look. 
So Robin goes to take a uh, take a shit because he's like, I'm getting out of here, but there ain't no bathroom in that car, so yeah. I'm using this one first. And uh, as he's in there, he sees the floor starting to open, and he's like, oh, hell no. Yeah. And he stomps his foot down on it and nails it shut. So Robin sees Bill's dead because he was waiting for him to come next door. And he goes over to Al and tells him how she's getting uh, how she's getting into all the rooms. So Al goes to the office and he like explores a little bit and he sees that it's can he he confirms it's creepy as fuck in there. (laughs) This is not a place you want. Oh, the roach scene. (laughs) So Al and Robin basically come to the conclusion that uh, they have to go down after and they have to go take care of business, man. It's uh. You know, it's, it's, you gotta kill or be killed. Fuck this scene, man. So Evelyn ends up, uh, in Mary and Vernon's room and she puts the sickle right through Mary's fucking face. And this is really the first graphic kill we get in the whole movie. And, uh, she eventually slits Bill's throat. But dude, when, when she has like the thing through her face, pretty good. Yeah. I like movies that have like facial trauma like that is insane. Like the, uh, you ever see intruder, um, like where they're in the supermarket and it's like a slasher film. No, I haven't seen it. Dude. The guy gets his head cut, um, horizontally. Yeah. With a bandsaw and it looks awesome. Wait, I'm going to, I'm going to, I want to pull that up for you. I want you to see that right now. Cause you're going to, you're going to laugh your ass off. Hold on. All right, Anthony. Let's let's show you a little bit, uh, a little bit of an intruder thing here. Uh, I think I've seen this clip before, actually. Oh man, we'll do a little fast forward. Here we go. Horizontal. Is is this is this still like a decapitation? I guess, yeah. Or does your whole head have to come off? Look at this, man. Oh. It's done really well. Yeah, it really. looks pretty good, right? All the fucking meat chunks going. You see his face like cut in half. Brutal, brutal, brutal. Oh, you remember there's also one in, um, what's it called? Absurd also. Yeah. That's a good one, but that's like straight, that's straight down the head. Yeah. And then of course in Hatchet, when he rips the woman like in half, like her head in half. You ever see that? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, He like tears it apart. That movie's got to be 10 years old now hatchet yeah dude there's a whole bunch of them there's like a really new one that came out i think like late last year and i wish i saw it but i I have is it all kane hotter i think he's i think he still plays victor crowley yeah i don't know but uh robin i have to like try to get back on yeah so robin goes in first and like they have some sort of uh plan like oh come come like a Come in 30 seconds from later from your room and head towards wherever. They want to try to, like, you know, get her out of here. Yeah. Little do they know that it's a it's a literal labyrinth of uh, tunnels down there. So Al goes back to his room, and he's going to go down now. So he gives Tanya his keys and says, like, wait, like, five minutes. If I don't come back, get in the car and get the fuck out of here. Drive it into the woods and then just run until you can get help. So they show them in the tunnels now. And it's it really is like I I kind of wonder where they film these tunnel sequences. Uh, um maybe it's just like a set. Maybe like This could not have been a set. Cuz it was very um you could tell like some of the halls were very long and you can tell that there like was actual turns. You know mm. what I mean? And especially for things like to actually be filmed down there, it had to be pretty big. Yeah. I wonder what what the fuck that was. It was cool nonetheless. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's a good setting for something like that, especially with all the lamps and the lanterns. I always I always like going camping and you have you ever have like a a kerosene lamp? You ever yeah, use yeah. one of those? Yeah. Like how for some reason that's so cool. Remember did they still do that thing at the Beth Page like village restoration? Like during Christmas, where like they have, they give you the, the lantern with the candle in it. I'm not sure. I, I think and you, go, and you go around and like they have like all this like fucking old shit. Yeah. And I think they do a Halloween thing there too. 
I don't know. <laughs> so Crenshaw is going through this tunnel and he somehow drops his hammer. But when he goes to pick it up, Evelyn cuts off his fucking hand. And uh, she then slits his throat. Do you think that this hand cut reminded me very much of the Friday the 13th Part 3 Ali hand cut? Yeah. Right? I don't know why. It's just like the way that the hand comes off and then it kind of a little bit of uh, blood rage maybe because I think the hand moves after. Right? I think they actually a little bit later. I think later in the scene. Look at this guy's fucking body, dude. Yeah. Wearing the white. uh, The white. Blue. The blue fucking briefs. He looks- These guys just do their makeup and like hair the whole time. <laughs> so um, the sheriff arrives and Tanya's now in the car and asks like, what the fuck's going on? And he also immediately asks if it was Evelyn. So he knew right away what the hell was going to happen here. So she shows him the passageways that she's using uh, that are in all the bathrooms. So the sheriff goes down and he finds all these dead bodies. And I guess this is where Lori was killed, mm-hmm. right? It looked like that little like room. But the sheriff, uh, the sheriff finds Robin's body and uh, the hands. No, he finds Crenshaw's hand. And I think it's still moving. And Evelyn attacks him. And they have this very anticlimactic fight. And he pushes her and she falls into some pillar, knocking it down. But apparently her sickle somehow gets lodged in her throat. And this sort of kills her because she comes back to choke him. But she's dead. And that's how she gets killed. Yeah, I I don't know. It was very weird. They end this really like the the resolution kind of sucks in this. Yeah. So uh, everyone who's alive, meaning the sheriff. Tanya and Al, uh, they meet in the uh, in their room, and that's they're all confirmed safe, I guess, maybe. But um, they're all about to leave. They're gonna drive over to the where the log is, and um, on the other side of the log is the sheriff's police car. But we see a little girl running through the field here, and. After they pull away, we see a ghostly Lori that looks like dead from uh, mayhem yeah. <laughs> uh, off in the woods. And uh, they drive past the hotel sign one last time and it lights up. The yeah, That was cool, the, the lighting up of the sign. I liked, I I liked everything. Anticlimactic and, ending. Yes, for sure. But I did like seeing the little girl. Yeah. She was kind of creepy looking. Kind of looked like an Are You Afraid of the Dark episode. Yeah. Uh, I liked the sign lighting up. It was cool. It was cool. Overall, you know, I Anthony didn't like this one as much as I did, obviously. Yeah. Uh, it's a real, you know, straight. It, I can't believe this was ever in a movie theater. Yeah, I don't yeah. know that. <laughs> How true much truth it is. That? Anthony, out of five shitty holiday ends, what do you give this? Out of what? How about uh, out of five shitty Watertown Holiday Inns? Oh, holiday Inns. <laughs> what uh, do you two, give this? Two? two? I give this a f- five out of five. This is great. Watch you, this. You, you got to give it a point at least. You, because if you're doing five. Oh, you, I'll give it a point six you, out of five. No, no. What I'm saying okay, is that. I what, say that this is. You can't. Cause you gotta, I'll battle my five out of five. No, what I'm saying is that when you're doing five, five is like the best. Like you're, you're these, saying this is the best movie all these, you've seen? All these movies are the best to me, Anthony. <laughs> okay. You're the one that we're leading on. For, the 2.5 this movie gets. For um, a Holiday Inns. This movie gets, <laughs> this movie fucking gets one extended stay. Okay, Anthony. Uh, this movie gets, <laughs> a mo- what is it? A Motel 6? This movie gets a fucking we'll Super leave, 8. We'll leave the light on for you. Uh, Turn it off, please. Yeah, to be honest, this movie kind of sucks, but... Uh, it's really worth a watch. It's yeah. it's just straight to video shit. It's worth it. If you have it on tape, it makes it even more nostalgic. I yeah. don't know if you've ever seen this. I don't know if you own this, if they even make a DVD or Blu-ray of this. Probably. See. see if this is on Amazon, my man. See what, Actually, see if they can watch this on anything. And uh, as you do this, I will, I will be doing... I can't even speak. This is going to be a hard one for me. I will be doing the back of the box. Oh, wait. Did you listen to the last episode? Don't lie to me. The the one that we did? The one the one from last week? No, I didn't listen to it. Uh, uh, you got to listen to it. Let me know what you think about this segment from yeah. uh, last week. 
Welcome to the Mountaintop Motel, remote, secluded, private, all the fresh air you can breathe, and the best views that money can buy. Young marrieds on a honeymoon, country preacher on vacation, road-weary traveler looking for a raw, uh, looking for a warm room and a home-cooked meal. You did not get that here. You got fucking canned beef or canned sausage, whatever. You can check in anytime you want, but you can never leave. Little did guests here know that the Mountaintop Motel is run by a deeply troubled middle-aged woman who is slowly going berserk. She is in the grip of a stifling madness, and she attends to the guests in her own wicked ways. Poisonous snakes, roaches, butcher knives, or any available kitchen utensil will do. She is on a bloody rampage from which there is no escape. Mountaintop Motel Massacre. The terror is real. So there, there's a Blu-ray and there's two different DVDs. Who released the Blu-ray, does it say? Please do not disturb Evelyn. She already is. I like the cover of this. This really is like something that you would have rented back in the day. Yeah, that's what it is now. It says... Eighty-eight films. Oh, all right. Well, you can get it on Amazon. Is it on? Can you watch? Oh wait, it? no, that no, that that that's on like like the series they have. Ah, uh, Untime English. Release date September twenty-fifth, two thousand seventeen. Well, there is a Blu-ray. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So there is a Blu-ray. This movie, the reviews are. This was a big movie way back in the day. Yes, it was. <laughs> So, Anthony, entertaining. do you want to find out what we're doing next week? Yes. Time to spin the wheel and make the fucking deal? Yes. Oh, yeah, baby. All right. Five, three, two, one. Running man. Running <laughs> man. I, I, hey, man, it's, I told you, it's in here. We could do it. And Starman's actually in here. Uh, oh, my God, dude. No yeah. way. This isn't a horror movie, but I think we should still do it. Cobra. Oh, I'm down. I yeah, love that movie. yeah, yeah. That movie's so good. Society is breeding a new kind of criminal. It's also breeding a new kind of cop. I just kicked the microphone. Yeah. I got so excited. There's, there's a lot of good podcasts about. There's a. If you ever listen to this podcast called uh, called um, How did this get made? It's Jason Manzukis, yeah. June, Diane Rayfield, and Paul Shear, and they did this movie a long time ago. And they just talk about how Stallone is always like critiquing people's diet uh-huh. and like how like he's just like oh have a piece of cheese like that's not really healthy like and then uh. how like this was like supposed to be like him like he was supposed to do 
he was supposed to be Axel Foley in Beverly yeah, Hills yeah, Cop, yeah. and like this is like what they he did instead. I don't know. It's like a, some kind of connection. Well, this movie sort of has like horror elements to it because yeah. there's like the cult. That guy's like a serial killer. It's almost like a giallo. <laughs> Brigitte, Brigitte Nielsen, right? Yeah. This is a this is a really good movie. Is awesome. See, does that make you feel better about Cobra. coming here late at night on <laughs> yeah. a Sunday? Love Cobra. Love Cobra. <laughs> Anthony, <laughs> is there anything else that you would like to say? Plug, do, see, uh, get anything this week? Nah, it's, I just watched um, Lords of Chaos. Oh yeah, what do you think of it? Liked it. Um, it's it's a little like it's it seems a little far from the truth, a little bit. It seems like there's a lot of things that kind of got shuffled. And yeah, seemed, they they made it. Uh, you know, and the whole ending seemed way too like uh, like uh, abrupt. Everything happened so fast. Like yeah, like it like like he got his haircut. I don't like, think he this. ever got his haircut. It was it was it was good. It was like for a movie, it was good. I yeah. Liked it. yeah. Well, yeah, you know, Pitch. yeah. <laughs> uh, do you uh, do you want to plug your Instagram? A Pacini for your video and audio needs. You can visit me at Bad Taste Video. It's actually, you know, you can well, you message us basically. Yes. Uh, yeah. If you have any comments, questions, concerns, do you have suggestions? We would like suggestions. Um, you can also check us out on iTunes, Stitcher. Uh, Spotify, pretty much anywhere you could get a podcast, we're on, and some random other shit that I've yeah. never seen before. Yeah, if just, you Google it, it's really yeah, sh- it comes up on everything. Yeah, like, like your uh, what do they call that thing? Your feed. Yeah. Uh, it just ends up going fucking everywhere. But um, rate us five stars on iTunes, please. please give us a good review. It helps us get out there, and the more we get out there, the more we could give back to you, Anthony. Mm. I was thinking about doing a. Uh, a giveaway again soon. Yeah, I'm down. I think it's time to start giving some shit away again. Yes. Because, you know, people seem to like that garbage. Free stuff. (laughs) Okay, Anthony. uh, Oh, dude, when does Godzilla come out? May. Next month, 31st? I think so. Dude, I can't wait to do that. We should do do an episode on that. I would love to do a Godzilla on the new one, for sure. Yeah, we should definitely do that. I love love that. So uh, we will see you next week with Cobra. And I hope you've seen that movie because mm-hmm. uh, you really should. <laughs> That's great. All right. I'm Mike. I'm Anthony. And we'll see you next time.